what's up guys what is going on what's up welcome back boston sports nation welcome back y'all i missed you guys so i want to just start off by saying it was uh i took the week off i needed to i needed to uh heal up my vocal cords and and uh take care of some personal stuff but um definitely all the appreciation and all the support from from y'all this this week was was awesome and it's greatly appreciated but but i'm back and we're back i got my dude over here jd what uh, up man? what is going uh, on dude, bro dude not much man i'm really excited for this episode we have so much to talk about it's completely and it's completely packed it's completely loaded so everybody stay with us the entire time it's going to be a jam-packed session regular yeah, we, season right around the corner we got some we got some stuff to talk about, man, and uh, I think we got a I think we got a good show on 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 tap for today. I think we we got a good we got a good show coming up. I think we're going to talk about some stuff that's going to be uh, going to be some hot button stuff. But I think it's good. I think it's good to get multiple viewpoints on different aspects of things. I think Me that's too. the best way. You, I think that's the best way you can look at something. Not I from agree. just one point of view with blinders on. You got to look at it from a, a couple of different angles, and I think that's what we're, I think that's what we're, um, we're gonna, uh, we're gonna do today. But it should be a good show. But once again, guys, thank you again for the uh, for the continued support. And I feel like before we get going, I just wanna, I just want to, um, for those of you you guys who are members of the show, y'all know what's been going on. I just want to say that the we did. It's been a it's been a rough week. It's been a long week. We did we did get some uh some good news though. Um uh they were able to remove the tumor from Melissa's father's head with zero complications and he was sent home on Friday. He is home and resting and everything is uh looking up at so far at this point. So biopsy results are coming back um hopefully next week, but everything he is uh she got to talk to him um, and uh, everything he sounds, uh, his spirits are high. Everything sounds good. And uh, good news though. Good, good news coming out of coming out of that, uh, that, that camp. So once again, guys, thanks. Thank you for all the well wishes and the, and the support that, that meant a lot, but I missed y'all. We missed y'all. We're back. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. We missed you all week for sure. And in the chat, we, we definitely missed you all week. I, I think I can speak for the members and everyone on the on the channel saying that we definitely missed uh having your commentary during the games <laughs> and everything. And uh, you know, it's without without that, you know, that Beantown breakdown commentary, man, the you, week is just you not can as say it. You, without cool. without the it's obnoxious empty. Bostonian in the room, it wasn't the it's, same. It's not the same, man. It's just not the same. Anyway, yeah, man, we have a lot to talk about. I'm, we're really happy to have you back, and it's it's awesome. So, uh, so what's the first topic then? Are we going to start with with my guy? We start are going to start with your guy. We're going to start with Justin Fields. Um, uh, he, my guy. I I've I wasn't able that for the little for the little re able to, you know, little research that I was able to get in this, this week and the little bit of sit down time and some free time that I had. Um, it was, uh, everything continues to point in the upward direction for, for, um, Justin Fields. And I'll let you, I'll, I, well, I want to hear your thoughts from a bears fans perspective 
over the years, I mean, he he seems, even though it's the preseason, he does seem like he is he is on point and and uh and just the evolution of Justin Fields. So let's I just want to get your thoughts on it, man. I'll sit back and listen. Well, dude, I'm exploding with excitement. Hey, what's up? Uh, it's up everybody in the chat, but man, I'm exploding with excitement when it comes to uh Justin Fields. Man, it's just like Ah, man, like, because, like, I've never, we've never seen a guy wearing the orange, white, and blue, dark blue, dark blue, man, like, very dark blue. We've never seen a guy just drop dime after dime after dime. Like, like with Cutler, it was, you know, oh, wow, what a great throw, and then eight bad throws. It With Fields, it's just dime after dime, and I know, and I know, I know, everyone in the chat, I, I, I hear you already. I already hear you guys. It's the preseason, JD. Man, oh, stop freaking out. It's a preseason. But, but like, I was of the guy for the last month, three months, whatever it's been, saying, no, 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 we got, we got Andy Dalton. You know, let him start. Let him, let him play. Let, let Fields get the, get the playbook. Let everybody get it going. But I just don't want to anymore, man. Like that throw, that throw to the back of the end zone on the run, bootleg with pressure. I was like, Get this kid the give this kid the ball and just get away. Just stop messing with it, man. You don't want to just just leave Andy Dalton out of this. I'm done anymore. I'm done uh, with that. I feel like he's winning us over more and more every time he takes the field. We've just we've been craving a guy like that for so long. He looks like a tall Russell Wilson, dude. A tall Russell Wilson, Wilson with more like oomph on the ball, man. It's just it's 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 exciting. I it's all I can say. All I can say is exciting. What is your take on it, man, man? So from the outside looking in, because I'm I'm not a Bears fan. Everybody knows that. But from the outside looking in, and I like, and this is this is why it's good because you get like JD gives his thoughts on my team as an outsider looking in, and I give my thoughts on and it's always good to get that outsider perspective because you get like what the you know, you get a feel for what fan bases outside of your own are looking at you know at fields as. And from the limited, uh, from the limited um, stuff that I've seen, like the highlights and just the the tape and the 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 reading the articles from Chicago from the media who follow the team, um, um, too much hype. It, it seems <laughs> it seems like the uh, it seems like the the media and the people who follow the team are definitely on board it seems like the organization believes in him um the they they definitely have high praise for him and just from from what i've seen he he seems to be very coachable which is for young for rookies like that i think that's that's important you know for them to be coachable and for them to have the ability to sit you know for naggy and just his his offensive team to sit down with the kid and, and teach him, you know, and, and him be able to, you know, to retain, not only to just for them to teach him, but him, him to retain it and then use it on the field. And I think just from game to game, you've seen, you've, you've seen that he, 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 the mistakes he made in the first game, I didn't see, I saw way, you know, less of that in the, and that's what you want. You want the progression, you know, of, uh, especially with the rookies, you want to see, 
progression. Every every game you want to see it get a little the product to get a little better. You know, that's that's the ultimate goal. You you want to see the product to get a little better. You want to see him take the coaching and, and use it, you know? And exactly the fact, that yeah. he's, the fact that he's taking it and using it also shows that he's understanding. The wheels he are turning like and a he's, different guy from yeah. Ohio State. Like he looks like a different man. Like he really he looks like he's just in three years later in just one year. Like it's, it's, I mean, it's amazing. Cause I was, I've watched a ton of Ohio state ever since we drafted him, a ton of Ohio state tape. And I was like, man, he's got a lot of talent, but there's a little looseness. There's a little raw dude. When he took the field yesterday, it was tight. He was just like, fight. you know, I don't know. He was just everything with everything was with a purpose. Everything was with a yeah, purpose. purpose locked in. I love to see that his focus is, you can see in his eyes, bro. Eyes say a lot about a quarterback. Tom Brady's eyes are like this. Always, you know always, I mean? always just I'm gonna kill you and stuff like that. <laughs> Justin Fields was like a young, young lion, dude. He looked like a lion out there. Like he's about to eat some about to eat some people, man. It's I'm like, I'm so hyped about this kid, man. I just can't. I'm okay with letting him sit a little bit longer, though. I am okay with it. I'm not like gonna have a panic attack if Andy Dalton sucks for a few weeks. But but you do want to get you do want to get Justin Field like you want see it's, sometimes it's better for him to sit a little bit and see the speed of the game you know just True. to get a, it's gonna get faster. I was just gonna say because preseason's a very a very bland, very vanilla, very like plain, no like no like um like. Uh, what do you call it? Like outrageous blitz packages or stunts right. or anything like that. They keep it, you know, these defensive coordinators aren't going to show their hand in the preseason. They're going to wait to, you know, they're going to wait to dial up exotic coverages and blitz packages until it counts. They're seeing how their second and third stringers can do the very bakes, how well they can do the very basic stuff. Yeah. So that's why you don't see, like you said, exotic blitz packages and creative defensive things like yeah the patriots great example the patriots in 2007 we won't ever forget this they <laughs> did not give a crap about the preseason zero and four then they yeah. went six 19 and oh or 18 and oh and 18 and one or whatever 18 that and year. one yep. <laughs> they didn't give a fuck about preseason dude no so, they didn't care at all Oh, we'll get to that big play slate. We're gonna get to everything. It's gonna be exciting. I'm. I, that's pretty much all I have to say about Justin Fields is that I'm just overly hyped, and I like every. If Dalton struggles for uh, just a few games, I'm gonna be like, put him in, put him in now. <laughs> so <laughs> I would be. See now, if I was a Bears fan, I would be perfectly. I would be perfectly content with letting, letting Fields sit for like six games and just get him. Let, let, but here's the thing. Yeah. I know it seems like a lot, but it's really that's not a lot. You're gonna have you're gonna have 12 games left. You know, let him sit for the first month and a half. Let him watch the film. Let him watch the film going over. You know, and the breakdowns and just see how by watching the film for a month and a half, I think he's gonna see how how corners and safeties react to certain ways. Like you just like I said, you give him that information and and let him process that, and then. Yeah. When he's confident to be, you know, when he's confident enough, that's when you put him on the field and say, and you pick a good game too. Don't, don't pick him, don't put him out on the field against like a Super Bowl contender. Put him out, put him, if you're going to put him out on the field, I would put him out on a, on a Lions. opponent that's more, <laughs> you know what I mean? On an opponent that's more favorable because let's say he goes out and shreds it, you know, 
that's have I mean, that is a that's a you, it's rookies are all about that confidence roller coaster. You know what I mean? You gotta. Yeah. So it's it's I think them sitting him and not just rushing right in to to start him would be the smartest move. Would be the smartest move. I'm no, I'm with you. I'm I'm with you, but. Uh, yeah, it's just when you see that much talent, and we've never had it. Like you guys, you guys over there in New England, man, you've had it for so long. You've had the consistent year in, year we've, out. We've been Excellent. very, very lucky. We've yeah, been very it, lucky. It's just one guy, but I mean, you have a great coach who finds those guys. So nobody mm-hmm. else found Tom Brady. So I, you got to give Belichick credit for that. Uh, but no, yeah, exactly. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I, you got to see the playbook. It's got. You got to see the game when it's faster. Um, you got to see what the regular him. season is actually like. It's not going to hurt him to sit. in the preseason. It'll make him worse. In fact, it'll probably give him more motivation when he gets on the field. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I, I think you're right. I think you're right. I mean, as much as it's going to like pain you guys to see this this guy just, you know, the the future, you know the future <laughs> is sitting on the sidelines. Like you know it's there. But We're I, hoping I, it's there. Yeah. I it think, looks like it's there. Uh, yeah, I think patience in this situation would would benefit them if not if not six weeks then at least a month the first four games the first four games some of us were rooting for caleb haney at some point dude like we've been <laughs> down a rough road okay it's been hard okay it's been a hard road it's i can imagine tough. it's been hard anyway i'm done with my with my sorrow <laughs> and my excitement it's, it's it's a good combination i suppose <laughs> But 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 in all seriousness, though, the 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 building blocks. Even though it's all like the building blocks, he's shown that there is definitely things there to work with and to, like, there's definitely things there to be excited about. That's that's one of the things also that I thought of. I just just reminded me of this is that he got blast. He got blasted in the uh, championship game really hard, and he got up and, and played after like a few plays of like the wind knocked out of him. You know, he had to get, he had to like get himself back together. Yeah. And he, he got blasted he got, in preseason. He crushed. And he got blasted in preseason two weeks ago. Really, really hard. He was fine. That's nice. <laughs> it's like, shoot, he can take a hit. Like most guys, like, or a lot of guys who get in the NFL, they get hit like that and it shakes them a little bit. Not him. He didn't, he didn't get bothered by it too much. There's like yeah, memes that, about it. That can absolutely shake a rookie's confidence. Getting, getting, getting lit up like that. It's going to happen, though. It's definitely going to happen. Absolutely, Thor. Having, yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. Heck yeah, man. So let's, let's go from one, from one quarterback, from one quarterback duo with Joe, with uh, Dalton and, and, and uh, Fields. Across I ninety, down I ninety, headed east towards the coast, and we're gonna head towards towards uh, Foxborough, Massachusetts, and Gillette Stadium, and we're gonna let's talk about the uh, let's talk about the. I feel like we've kind of been beating a dead horse with this, but like the Mac Jones and the the uh, Cam Newton situation. Hey, it's news. It, it's news. But it, it seems like there's just something new to talk about with it some new aspect of it every week and this week we kind of got like a little we got a we got um we got a little snippet that was interesting um newton so and we're we'll we'll dive in we're gonna go into this a little farther here so cam newton what's up what's up man so what's up swampy acres what's up <laughs> 
Um, so we're going to dive right into this, right? Newton, if you're outside of the um, New England area, you're not, a, or you're not a Patriot fan, and you're listening to this podcast, Cam Newton had to sit sit out practice because of the old uh, C19 protocols. Um, he did not test positive. I repeat, he did not test positive. After further research, it was uh, it was uh, a basically what what happened was he was okayed for a doctor's visit outside of the New England area. The team this was a the team knew about this a month in advance. He was okayed for the doctor visit to go see whatever specialist he needed to go see. Went and saw him, came back, took a, the proper test, went through the proper, you know, he took the test, got, got a negative result. It was a paperwork mess up, basically. Somebody, whether it was from his team, his, his team of guys that handles him, you know, or the Patriots organization, the team of guys that handle that, that's, you know, the, the C-19 stuff with them. Um, they didn't send the, the paperwork into the league basically. And right. since they didn't get the proper paperwork saying that he was negative and he could return to the team, return to the team, you know, facility and start, you know, you know, resume, resume normal activities. He was, so they, they had to sit him out for five, for five days. Now, I mean, if you're, if you're in kind of a, a QB situation where you, you know, Mac Jones and, and Cam Newton are, Um, and you're Cam Newton and you're basically told, you know, you gotta, you gotta sit out because we didn't get your, your, your proper paperwork in. He, imagine, imagine Cam Newton being told that, you know, like, sorry, we didn't get your paperwork, Cam. You got to sit out for five days, even though you're, f so not only did he have to sit out, but he had to take multiple more tests to confirm that he was still negative. Yeah. That's so crazy. Like put yourself in Cam's shoes. And how that would have like imagine getting that news like you're in like a you're in what what some are calling a QB you know battle for for first for you know QB one and you got to sit like that's that's not that's not good that, that can't be good like Cam couldn't have been happy with that news well Cam yeah exactly Cam's probably gone to that doctor I, I don't, I'm not I'm assuming but I assume that Cam's probably gone to doctors outside of the league outside of the team. For years, uh, like back when he's Carolina and stuff. So he's not thinking anything of it. He's just going about his business, you know, just doing everything the way he does it. Other people make mistakes. Other and people it, make mistakes. And, and it it he has to pay for it. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. See, and that's just, it just goes down to the flaws of this, of this, these protocols. There's so yeah. many flawed, it, it, it hurts everyone. It doesn't like, if one person messes up, other people suffer that had nothing to do with it. It just that doesn't make any yeah. sense. So, so let's, let's dive a little deeper into that though. So he sits, he's got to sit for five days. Jones goes out and goes to practice. You know, they have a joint practice with the Patriots and the giants and he throws 18 straight completions hmm. and lights and lights them up during practice. Right. And well, drops I mean, yeah. an absolute dime to Jacoby Myers during that practice. Right. That's pretty great. 
So, so Cam can't even practice during this time. So, well, he did return. He did return, oh, right? Okay. So he finally was able to return. But, but as I, I just think that's like you. I think you said it perfectly. Like there, there's there's flaws in the way that that system. Like there's definitely flaws, and and we'll 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 dive like this. You know, Cam Cam and Mac are are you know neck and neck like they're they you know Newton will probably start but having Mac Jones breathing down his his neck like that is not you know like that's that's constantly keeping pressure on him which is it's not necessarily a bad thing but like when no. something comes up that's out of your control I that's that's uh it's highly unfortunate for you and and a lot of people painted the false label on him like oh he just he doesn't care about the team he's an anti-vaxxer or whatever the or whatever they said that's not what that's not what it is he literally was going out he was trying to comply <laughs> it's just other people didn't do exactly what they wanted them to do and that just wasn't enough for the league and the league has these policies that are just overly bearing in my opinion it's just way too much that's the way i see it um it's not that cam didn't care about the team cam cares so much about the team cam loves football so that's just something that's an unfair thing to paint him as. And it's really like it's like you said, it's just these these rules are um they're just they 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 hurt people. There's so much collateral damage when you're supposedly just trying to help people. And and I would ask this question. I would bring it into this. I, I would even bring the conversation further and say this. What's so different than last year? Wasn't it worse last year? I thought it was worse last year. But I thought people were supposedly dying more last year and it was more contagious last year. But now all of a sudden, now we have to up the ante, even though there's less people who are, it doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, yeah. It, it, and we, we, we talked, we, talk, we kind of talked about this off screen and you brought, you brought some of this stuff up, right. And like, we could scroll through this, right. Like we could scroll oh, yeah. through this. I mean, this document, look at that says page 50, 51, 52, you know what I mean? Like it's 50 pages of, of, of if you if you have the shot this is what you got to do if you don't have the shot this is what you got to it just like you, you look at this look at the page number guys like this is it, it's oh, sorry it just, on the floor. like look at like you're talking like 50 plus pages of documents and it's basically just telling you what you got to do for either side and there's there's all sorts of different aspects of it and like like look at that it's it's 50 pages of stuff Failing now, there's comply, all sorts yeah. of different aspects of like of this that go into it. Like, like we can the the owners and the the owners of the league and the the, the owners of these these teams and the NFL, um, you know, the owners of the league. I, I I get what they're trying to do. They're just doing they're doing the best they can with the given situations and trying to try and you know. Yeah, if you're can, this is what I you have to abide the, by. The the intentions of all of it the intentions of all of it were, were to just try and make it as, as safe a work is, you know, trying to make people as comfortable as, as they, you know, as comfortable and as safe as they possibly could during, during the given circumstances. But what, it, what, like it, it, you're adding when you do something like that, right. When you say, if you have the, if you, if you, if you decide to get the shot, it's that this, these are your protocols, and you give them a huge list. And if you decide not to, then you 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 give them a list with all the stuff over here, and it's it's it, you're adding a whole new 
aspect to the game that these coaches have to um these coaches have to consider now you know like it it's just it's adding a whole new as, aspect of of coaching for the year to what the they you know the NFL coaches jobs are already hard enough and now they're going to be looking at whether or not you you get this this shot or whether or not you you don't and then they're going to be looking at all the 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 protocols for each side and it just seems like an NFL locker room is a massive just combination of egos and backgrounds and viewpoints and and different different viewpoints on everything you know on everything it doesn't matter what the topic is not everybody in that locker room is going to agree and it just you have to now they got to consider like well the 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 divisiveness of, of doing something i get they're just trying i get what they're trying to do they're trying to keep everybody safe safe and comfortable but at the same time it's 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 like it's a it's a divisive thing to me and i, I don't know how that 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 sits to me I, I don't like that you're i don't like that it could divide a locker room that that's what I, i'm saying i agree and, and i think it has i think it already has i think it's divided more than a locker room i think it's divided this entire country the league and, and, and and I don't think the league it's, too, just league not, not even shrinking it down like even farther. Like the league, especially, it's dividing like, the league. The owners are divided, the uh, players are divided, coaches are divided. Everyone's divided because we all have to we all have to abide by these brand new, fresh set of rules that are just placed on us. Now it's no longer about football. Half of it's not about football. And I would ask this: while you're trying to supposedly make things more safe and comfortable. Are you in turn making things more dangerous or less prosperous for yourself, the league, the players, and the, the coaches? Because think about this: if I'm a player, and let's say I, um, you know, I just let's say I, I have an alert, an allergy to certain like vaccinations, which is a thing, by the way. There is certain things. Let's say there's a, another reason. There's a million different reasons that people have. Regardless, it should be my choice whether I want to do that. It shouldn't be either you do that or you lose your job. And if, I mean, it is the league's prerogative to do that. It's just becoming to this point where you're going to lose players to other leagues too. The XFL is a thing. Other people will do things. And, and beyond that, are you making it safer? Because a part of it is this. I don't think you're making it actually safer by doing that. There's always a risk when you're taking any medicine at all, regardless of what it is, if it's, if it's a vaccine or whatever it is. And if you're a young football player what's your actual risk in this pandemic if you're young you know if you're an older person i understand what they're trying to do but if you're a young person what is your actual risk is it is it significant enough to take the risk of vaccination i'm sure they're they're weighing all of those things individually but when but as a league are they going to be a pro-choice medical league or are they going to be a league where it's just we, it's our way or the highway. And I think that that's very dangerous territory to get into for legal reasons, for uh, for business reasons, and for a lot of other reasons. And I think it's, like you said, it's just divisive. And the coaches no longer have to worry about, uh, uh, they, they don't have to worry about who's the best player. They have to worry about who's the most compliant and I guess the best worth it player. It's It makes it very messy. It just, it puts a lot of different, I mean, like I said, an NFL coach and an NFL coach is already a, uh, is already a stressful position because he's got to yeah. worry about he doesn't have to worry about one you know like these assistant coaches under him have to worry about they have one job one specific job the 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 coach's job is to oversee everything you know it's a wide spectrum job oversee Huge. everything that goes on on the field 
and and sometimes even off the field because he's got to help these guys through. You know that the coaches is, is is a tough job, and I think by by adding a whole new set of stuff to to go by, you just you add a whole new different element to it. it and it's just their job's already hard enough. That's that's what I'm. I agree. What it should I'm be getting. like entirely on the trainers, and I hope it is. I hope that they don't ask the coach like, "Oh, is this you know what do you?" Yeah, I don't know. I agree. I, I just it it has the it has the it has the potential to be to be a really like div, div, you know, and I get like I it has the potential to be a really divisive thing. That's that's all that I'm getting at, and like people could people could lose their, you know, people could lose a starting position or even a spot on the team simply because of a status. This is the security staff too. So they're telling the security staff, like it's weird. Like it's the NFL is basically operating as if they're a nursing home. They're basically going off of the protocols of like, like everyone to the, you know, they're just, they're, they're operating. The NBA didn't do this. The MLB didn't do this. Like, don't get There's me wrong. Like, like I, people. I fully, I fully under, I'm just trying to give everybody that's listening to this podcast, a bunch of different viewpoints yeah. on it, you know? And I, I get why people want to be safe. I, you know, you always want to be safe, but at what cost, at what cost are you going to, you're going to tear down your entire league for it? I don't know, man. I don't, it's, it's, it's getting, it's getting strange awfully fast. And I just can't wait for the league, the, the season to start. I think as the season starts and people get more focused on football, a lot of these protocols will become less and less important. Maybe I'm hoping I this is just optimistic. I just want everyone to focus on football. That's it's what just I really an, love. It's just an interesting topic because it, it adds, like though. we said at the beginning of when we started talking about this, it adds a whole new aspect into that. Well, you mentioned like a scarlet letter aspect, didn't you? Talk well, about that yeah, first, well, that's, and that's see now that's, that's something. Cause it's like, not only are you saying these I, I don't like mixing business and personal life, personal life, real, like your personal life, your personal decisions are that they're, they're personal. Nobody, unless you tell someone your personal life, it sh- should remain personal and you shouldn't be judged for personal, especially in a, especially in a sport your sport well that's what well, especially in a sport right your sport your if you're a professional athlete your your merit your merit and how you conduct yourself on and off the field is what is what should matter you know like how like do you are you a professional on the field are you are you a professional on the field are you a good sport are you are you professional and you you know do you conduct yourself in a, in a professional manner. And then off the field, you know, like, Oh, the guy does a lot of, he's a, he's really good at his, you know, he's really good at what he does on the field. And he's a sport. He's a good sport. He's a, you know, he's a good sport. He's a, you know, and then you go off the field with it and he does a lot of charity, you know, whoever it is, does a lot of charity. Well, you're a professional, Mm -hmm. but that should have nothing to do with your personal decisions, medical decisions. Well, just per- you, yeah. personal in well, general. Personal, what it is. Personal life is personal life. Business life is bu- it, business is business. And True. when you when you say like oh like when you have two separate when you have two separate rules for something, it just it mixes. It's going to mix the two. And when that happens, it usually is. 
it usually doesn't have good results, you know, and especially if you know you're going to get punished for making what you think like you. So you consider something in your personal life. You take all of the you take all the information, you do your own research, you take all of that information that you have gathered and you make the best decision for you. And yet some other place or your your place of wherever business or, or sport is, is going to punish you for a decision that, that to me, that's that's the part that, that that I don't that I don't like. you know, what I mean, like mixing business and personal, it just it never ends it, it never a lot. Well, most of the time it never ends good. And that's, that's just, and that's where we were saying, like me and you were both saying, like when you add a, you add this whole different aspect into a game, like football, basketball, into these sports, into these professional sports where the athletes already got enough to worry about. Now you put that on the coaches too. It just, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be very interesting to see what kind of an effect this, this I like no one was season. asking the NFL to do this. I, nobody was like saying, Hey, NFL, you gotta like up those, you gotta up those protocols by like 30 40% and make things just a little bit harder for everyone to do their job. Last year was fine, like the NFL season was, I mean, it wasn't ideal, but it was, it was fine. It wasn't as bad as this. They this made it through, crazy. they made it through yeah, made 16 it through. games in, they made it through 16 regular games, an entire postseason, and a Super Bowl. And they didn't exactly, and they didn't really have this much. They didn't have ninety pages of, of protocols that every single person down to the the concession stand has to follow. That's that's a little bit nuts, in my opinion. And honestly, I feel like it's gonna the only person, the only people that it hurts. I feel like is the owners and the league itself. The players. There's other leagues sprouting up out of nowhere, and yes, they won't make millions and millions of dollars, but, but they'll people, cut into it. They'll exactly. cut into it though. Sports is huge. You're not. Uh, I, you're only shooting yourself in the foot here, in my opinion. And I like from the owner's standpoint, you talk about like, like looking at everyone's perspective, the owner's yeah. standpoint, I bet a few of them are like, bro, we are being stupid right now. But a few of them are like, Oh, we got to do this for whatever reason. They feel that well, way. I, I, I bet know. they're divided. I bet the owners yeah, are divided are. as well. To, to me, it just never seemed like it's never a good idea to mix the two. It's just not. I agree because I'm like everybody has their own person. Like, like I said, personal is personal. Everybody has their own values and stuff. You have friends with different personal opinions on everything, but they're still your friends. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's just like, I don't know. That's, that's how I look at it. I just, it's, I'm very curious to see the curious to see how all of these, these, you know, these separated rules for, for the different groups. Um, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I'm, I'm just curious to see how it will, because I do have a feeling it's going to affect the, the, it's going to affect it in some way. It will. It's just yeah. going to be, it's something we're definitely, we'll monitor it here. You know, we'll, you know, if anything, if any, believe me, if any big news comes up from it or we, uh, uh yeah, we'll definitely look into it. And if there's anything that's crazy happens, I, well, I'm happy for Cam, that Bill Belichick came out and said, "No, no, no, Cam's a starter. No, Cam's a starter." Yeah. I, that was my Bill Belichick impression, by the way. Cam's a starter. <laughs> no, he's. It, it's like it, it's just a very interesting topic, and it's a very like it is it, because they have to manage it too. Like they have to manage it and make sure 
the you know not only the coaches but the owners too they have to manage this as well and make sure that it doesn't divide their locker room and how doesn't it really go against people's like human inalienable rights like basically you are you if you don't get this you have to wear certain thing you're like what so everyone knows that i didn't do that now like you're basically like putting me on the spot right now like, yeah no and that's and you, that's yeah. that's that's a completely different thing. Like it's basically showing everyone fan, fan, anybody in the live crowd, anybody watching on TV, it's like singling. It's that's, I don't, I don't like, I just don't, I, it, I don't know. I just don't, I don't like it. I don't like I don't when like somebody, I don't like when, when people, I don't like when people. This whole punish. thing is a sketchy situation. All of it. Everything I just don't like, sketchy. I don't like it when people punish people for a personal decision. And it's the, and and it's a business, you know, like, I agree. don't, don't mix the two. That's, that's just what I like. Don't, don't, it, it never works. It never works out well. It, it, it yeah, I agree. I think that's, I think that right there said enough. Don't mix. It does not. Yes. It does not mix because you're right. It doesn't mix. There's too many problems at hand when you, when you try to do that. Uh, and it piles up fast, <laughs> but um, so let's, so we talked about the Newton, the Cam Newton stuff for a little bit. And we talked about these, you know, the protocols and how, how Cam, we saw Cam have to suffer for that, for somebody, you know, basically a, a paperwork screw up, Yeah, you know, like it wasn't, I don't, I don't think it was it, like, it's funny though, because as soon as they, as soon as people found out that he was in or placed in those protocols and on that list, it was immediately jumped to the worst case scenario when, yep when you wait for like the Boston beat writers to do their job and they're like, guys, he's fine. It was a simple paperwork. You know, it was just a, a screw up in, in communication. Yeah. So many people jump to like the worst. You're right. They jumped. Let's, to, like, say, the that, let's say that was the regular season, you know, like put it on any team. Your starting quarterback has a paperwork mess up and now he's got to sit for five days. Yeah. That would ruin your entire week because now you wouldn't be able to prep at all that you're right that that from that standpoint especially from that blue this on here from that standpoint especially it's like especially um uh, handicapping i suppose or kneecapping you, you could say because how how can your quarterback then prepare for what that defense is going to do to them all week if they have or not even just your quarterback let's say it's your left tackle and your left tackle is out of sync because of the, some uh you have protocol. to put a rookie in there because the yeah. veteran's out yeah or, or there's some paperwork mess up again, and you just you just lost a game because you know your quarterback kept getting sacked because your offensive lineman didn't have all his paperwork in line, and it's not even his fault. It's the people who handle the stuff. It, man, that's just it's just so it's so convoluted at that point. That's the word I was looking for too. It's like that's just convoluted. Like there's too much going on. Like if he's you know what if he's sick, sit him. If he's not. You can play. I, I, when did that stop being a thing? Like, I don't know. Like, when you have the flu, you don't just play. Even though back in the day, people would play with the Jordan was famous for playing with the flu game. But why isn't? Why weren't people back then saying, he's putting everyone at risk? Everyone's at risk now. But, like, that's a legendary story that, that of, for Chicago. But apparently that's just – that'd be bad nowadays. That's, that's unacceptable. You're putting people at risk. I don't like that, man. That's too much. But let's – so – Let's head back down I-90 back towards the Windy City and talk about your Bulls. So they've they've been uh 
They've been busy, JD. <laughs> finessing. They've been finessing, dude. That's what I call it. Uh, so we have. Got, we I know had, you got some stuff to talk about for your bulls. I know you wanted. You got oh, yeah. a few topics that you want to hit on. So it's all you, brother. Okay. Take it away. All right. All right. Um, we had absolutely 0.00% chance of like re signing Lowry Markinen unless he was like dirt cheap, I suppose, and like he'd come off the bench. And for some reason, the Cleveland Cavaliers gave us Jared Jones Jr. Dude, this this guy, man, this Arturis Karnosovis, this dude right here, man, he is just a he is a a a a, a fleece man. He is a thief. He steals stuff. He said, "Oh, you got a nice young dunker that I can steal, like, and I can just have like three dunkers on my team and just lob that." Like Lonzo is literally gonna have Lonzo is gonna have. Freaking Zach Levine to, to lob to, Vucevic to lob to, freaking uh, Patrick Williams to lob to. He's going to have De De DeMar DeRozan to lob to. Now he's got Derek Jones Jr. off the bench to lob to. Every time Lonzo has the ball, there's going to be someone to lob that ball to. This dude has thought of everything. He's thought of everything. Arturis Karnosovic, we are not worthy. We are, <laughs> we are not worthy. We are not worthy of you. We literally were a trash franchise for 10 years. He comes in like – 400 days later, we have we're eight deep. We're ready for the playoffs. We are eight deep, bro. We are eight. Anyway, that's all I have to say. We're eight deep, and I'm psyched. Also, actually, one more thing: Patrick Williams. If Patrick Williams can blossom into the guy we see in summer league during the regular season, that 29 he, point a game. He's playing. Let me just. Can I just inter? Williams is playing really well in summer league. Like really good. But it's summer league, so so that's where I'm like, okay, well, we'll see what happens. But he did average 12 points. What was it, 12, four and four or something like that? He wasn't bad last year. He's just young. He's he didn't have. He's got more teammates now too, so he'll have more opportunities to score because he'll have guys who will set him up like Lonzo will set I him think up. The, more. I think the bench help is going to help Williams. I think yes. the, the the depth on the team now is going to help Williams out a lot. There's going to be more spacing on the floor. Because there's people who can shoot, there's people who can dunk. There's going to be more opportunities for Williams to grow. And if he can turn into a half decent superstar, or not even superstar, excuse me, a half decent all star, like bottom of a tier all star, we are in the playoff hunt. We are in the hunt. We're in the or contention. We could be a top five seed, but that's a if. That's a that's definitely an if. I I predict we'll have 42 wins this year. That's my prediction. Yeah, so that's above that. So you're you're thinking above 500, right? Yeah, slightly above 500. I think we'll bet make the seventh or eighth seed, which is good for us. We, we talked about it in episode one. The seventh and eighth seed for the Bulls, I think, was definitely before before a lot of the moves were made. I think was a was an absolute, you know, absolutely now. attainable attainable feat for them. Yeah. Now, yeah, the the seven eight. I think they could absolutely they could. I think they're they're kind of a shoe in there in one of the one of those spots. Well, I think that yeah, something that something that the old guard had like guard packs and all the, the, something that they did they, they got like Levine and everything and they like they set up where Levine was a star, but they had like no one who could guard, so they just assumed Levine could guard too. I, I don't understand. He can't. He's not a good off a good defensive player at all. Zach Levine isn't, but he's in a great offensive player. So. But now you got Lonzo who can guard, Patrick Williams who can guard. You got uh, you got a bunch of guys who can guard. We got we got a squad, man. I'm gonna look up the whole depth chart. Yeah, this, we got a freaking squad. The, the, I think the best part that the the best part to me, this is from an outsider looking in, JD. I think the best thing that they 
they did for the Bulls this year was add the bench depth. I think that's going to be huge for you guys. I I, I do too because uh, it's just like we ha- we have a we had a few we had a few stars, but then we needed some guys to come in and just not give the game away, basically, and uh, that's tough. No, that that's that's a that's huge though because you can actually sit Levine and sit you know you can sit your you could sit your starting five now with confidence and give them a breather and know know that your bench is not like one thousand percent complete trash and you know they're not like you said like you put it perfectly they're not just going to give the game away and in, instead of your bench getting like you know six minutes of of rest they get like two and a half and then they got to go back in there right like we don't. Like instead of uh, Feliciano, we have Alex Caruso, and instead of uh, well, instead of Kobe White being our starting point guard, he's our backup point guard. Mm-hmm. So you know that's that definitely that changes things because then Kobe White, he's not a bad player. It's just he's not you know against bench players, he'd be a lot better. So it's it's nice. It's nice to see. I, yeah, we have a very bright future in Chicago from both a football standpoint and a basketball standpoint, and. Um, Especially in the basketball side, we have to we have to give it up to the new GM. He's amazing. Uh, so let me just address one one comment in the chat real quick, please, because I can't ignore it because I'm a Celtic fan, and I have to. So this says, "Being Bill, he Bill, yeah, the the, uh, the the Lakers will be the NBA champions again this year. Champion this. <sighs> Go, I, mean, I really hope you're wrong. I hope you're wrong." And I hope that they have a hell of a good team now. Um, but there's two things that nope. could destroy them. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I think me and you are going to say the same thing about the, the weakness of the Lakers. But go ahead. We'll, we'll, so off on a tangent real quick here, guys. We'll address this simply because I couldn't ignore it because I'm a Celtic fan. That's but go fine. ahead. I like talking basketball. I'll talk about any team. Go ahead. Uh, the uh, <laughs> so the Lakers, they I think that one of so I guess one of three things. So injuries, obviously, that's number one that would derail them last year. Number two, Russell Wilson or Russell Wilson, Russell Westbrook could absolutely just be like, all right, LeBron, it's my ball in the in the fourth quarter, and that would be catastrophic. I could see that happening, or I could see the age and the slowness of the Lakers just catching up because man, the West is fast paced, but. If they are able to run a, if they're able to manipulate the slowness of the game, they'll win a title. That's the only way they win a title. That's three things that could derail the Lakers, though, pretty easily and pretty quickly. Uh, me, yeah. So me and you, pretty much, it's the it's the age and the the it's the the age, which also affects the speed of game because they're going to play a lot slower. Now, can yeah. they? Can they? Can that, like you said, can they slow the game down enough where they can play like that all season long? That's a that's a tough ask. It is. It, it's and tough. Then the, I mean, JD, think about how old these guys are. They're like, how many guys are over like 33, 34 years old, you know? It's the oldest on average team. I think it's the oldest team in the history of the NBA. I'm pretty sure that was so, like, and and you're telling me that they got to last all season long like that. That's that's tough. Their that, best that's a big players time ask. both get hurt consistently now. LeBron is LeBron. You, LeBron was an Iron Man for 16 years. Yeah, but the last three years he's gotten hurt three times every yeah. single year. Now, one of those years it was minor, and he won a title. So take that for what it for what it is. But he did get hurt, so it's creeping up on him that age that father time. It's slowly creeping on LeBron. 
I hope he doesn't win another title. I think he's won enough titles in his life. I think he's had enough chances to win titles in his life. So um, I definitely, yeah, I hope he doesn't. I hope the Lakers don't win. Um, <laughs> the only thing I'd be happy about about if the Lakers won is that Melo won a title. I'd be like, all right, Melo, now you can retire in peace. But <laughs> that's about it. It's, everything else, I'm like, nah, screw you guys. <laughs> I don't like the Lakers either. I'm a Bulls fan, but I don't like the Lakers. <laughs> I hear about them too much. Every time the media, any anytime anyone in the entire world, I've said this a million times, anytime anyone in the entire world is remotely thinking about leaving their team that's like an all-star, the media is just like, they're going to the Lakers. We'll trade them a second-round pick, and they'll give us them and a first-round pick. It's like, they'll be like, we'll give you a second-round pick for Kevin Durant and a first-round pick. That's the, that's the Laker media. It's so annoying. It's like, okay, Lakers, shut up. Like you guys are so stupid. All right, so we're gonna uh, we're gonna debut a new little little uh, a little segment here, guys. So this is this is just gonna uh, this is just gonna be a fun little segment for about ten or fifteen minutes. But we're gonna call it we're gonna call it shenanigans, and it's basically where we can talk about whatever we want, whatever we want. Uh, like it can be sports related or not. But I'm just gonna say, I was sitting having lunch with uh um a bunch of the guys that i work with a bunch of the the crew that were that were on one of the jobs i was sitting there having lunch at harvard's in harvard square in boston and uh there's about five of us sitting there eating and i don't know maybe maybe i don't know 30 feet from us there's a a really nice like like cobblestone sidewalk and it's it's just a nice area and the I think the funniest thing I, the funniest thing I've seen in about four years happened, and it's this this uppity dude who was in like a like a really fancy like really fancy probably it looked like an Armani suit and a really nice like leather briefcase, and this dude must have walked through a spider web or got chased by a bee or something because all of a sudden this dude was like just flailing for his life i think he walked through a spider web but we were sitting there i felt i was laughing so hard i fell off the chair i was in it was the funniest thing i think he i've fell. seen in four, in four years dude must have walked through a spider web because he's wearing a suit sudden, man he was flailing around like it was like it was his life depended on it oh my god that's funny <laughs> wow what was that again is downtown boston downtown boston yeah oh my god how was the uh <laughs> How was that? Uh, you went to the game recently. That was pretty good, huh? Oh, the the yeah, the the Sox game was good. Those 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 seats were uh, were pretty good, man. Those those were one of the better seats I've sat in. Those were those were impressive. Yeah, you know, the guy built. Yeah, shenanigans. It's 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 a good time. I'm trying to think of what I was. I had something prepared, but another um, one. So another another time, yeah, right? I got a, I got another one. A little, yeah, little yeah. so where where. Uh, um, we're working in the city in somewhere in the, uh, I think, yeah, I think it was the financial district. It wasn't the financial district. And a lot of the, a lot of like the, the like areas in front of the financial district, the buildings, the areas in front of the buildings are, um, nice, like granite pavers. Now when that, when they, you know, Normally, they the grounds crews of those buildings and the maintenance crews of those buildings do a pretty good job of uh, um, do a pretty good job of uh, 
of like de-icing that area, you know, to oh. make sure that people don't slip. But they must have they must have fell asleep on their on their job this this uh on on uh, you know on on that day because it was it was really cold. It was like really chilly. It was probably I don't know 15 degrees, right? And some some woman comes walking out the revolving door and she just goes full feet in the air and right whoop, whoop, right oh, down. Shit. She just, took one step out that front door and her feet were in the air over her head and she landed just face plant. And oh, I like I was sitting man. in the truck on the sidewalk waiting for the guys to unload it. And I like I couldn't dude, I, I couldn't help myself. I like I was just <laughs> like I was trying to be like, oh, I hope she's okay. But at the same time, I was like <laughs> dying laughing because it was hilarious. <laughs> just feet above, just whoop, whoop, right down. <laughs> that, that would be pretty funny to witness. I just remembered mine actually. Uh, I don't, I'll sneak it in if you, in case you have any more. Um, I was in. I remember that I was in the south side of Chicago. This was about a year ago, and I was. Uh, <laughs> I was. I think I was like I was at a friend's wedding. I was going to a friend's wedding, and um, I had a, a Cubs hat on. Cubs World Champion hat on in the south side of Chicago. <laughs> Cubs World Champion hat on, right? And, you know, nobody gave me any problems. You know, it's Chicago. There's, there's people with Cubs fans. There's Sox fans. You know, nobody's going to give you that much crap unless you're literally at a Sox game with the Cubs hat on. That'd be a little bit much. But regardless, <laughs> yeah. so I was at the airport. I was at uh, the Southside Airport. I forgot what it was called. Um, and, uh, and, <laughs> and there's these birds above me. And they're sitting right on this White Sox champions, 2005 or something. I don't even know. Like 15 years ago. Old, old sign. They're sitting up there, and you know I'm on my phone, and they shit on my hat. <laughs> they shit on my Cubs hat, and I was literally like, "There's no way, there's no way they know what hat this is. They didn't shit on anyone else. They just shit on my hat." And I'm like, "Dude, there's something to this. These White Sox fans are even birds, bro. They're literally birds. <laughs> even the even the birds are like Chicago, where even the pigeons are." Where even the pigeons are, are White Sox fans. Yes, Chicago, or even <laughs> Southside pigeons are White Sox fans. Oh my god! Yeah, it was that was pretty great. Pretty dumb. Oh got, man, yeah, shenanigans, man. That's a good. That's a good segment for sure. I'll have to think of some good oh. stories. <laughs> oh, so here's so here's one. Here, here we'll we'll do a little little personal story for y'all while we while we're going here. So I was I was wild in my twenties. Until I met the girlfriend I have now, like I've like like I've like come like from like way up here to like that like like my like <laughs> my like insanity party level is went from like a tw like on a scale from one to ten about a twelve down to like a seven. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. But like from like twenty from like twenty one to twenty eight, I was like a twelve out of a on a scale from one to ten. And there was one night we went to a we went to a bar in Rhode Island. It was um oh, I forget the club name now. I, it's beyond me. Um what is it called? Um It's a it's like a it'll it'll come back to me. It, it'll come back to me. It's it's it, it's like a club it's a club with like three different clubs in it in Rhode Island in in Warwick, right? And and we were there all night long and we just hanging out me and a couple of friends. And I ended up going home. I ended up uh, following a like uh, one of basically a girl was like, "Let's go." So I 
So right. I, was, I was like, you lead, you lead the way. So the I way. followed her home. <laughs> I remember walking in her house, walking up the apart, walking up the stairs to her apartment, walking in her door. And then the next thing I know, it's about nine o'clock in the morning. My shirt is over my head and I'm asleep with no draws on in the hallway. Wait, what? How did this? That's how you I woke up in the morning. And I remember sure I walked happened. into her. I walked into her, her bedroom and I was like, what happened? And she was like, she was like, I don't remember either. Seriously. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> That's a hell of a night. I was hell like, night in Rhode well, Island. well, it's like almost 10 a.m. I got to I got to get going. <laughs> yeah. I was like, shit, it's almost halfway through the day. <laughs> That's couldn't, awesome. find, couldn't find that i dude i i had to drive home in a t-shirt boxers and and oh and that's about it and <laughs> boxers and shoes i couldn't find my drawers nowhere <laughs> that's awesome couldn't find them anyway anywhere oh uh, in the in the chat they're uh they're talking about the celtics chances to win or to make it to the title this year uh yeah, wait, hold on. Never mind. We're still doing. You want to do? Uh, do you have any more shenanigans? No. So shenanigans are over. So that's going to be a new segment we're going to add in here, guys. About 10, 15 minutes of just straight up hilarity, whatever we want to talk about. But let's get back to it. So since we're talking about the Celtics, let's let's get into them. They've uh they've been doing the very best they could to add as much depth depth to that bench as they could. Um, their chances of winning a title this year, I don't know. I don't know. I still the, I still think they're going to have to beat a lot of really good competition to get there. Do I think they're going to be better than last year? Pro probably. I would hope so. Um, hopefully, Jalen Brown, Tatum, Smart, and um, with the new additions to the team, I hope that the I hope the attitude of the team and the the drive and the the I, I hope Ime Udoka Udoka can can um motivate these motivate the young kids, you know, Brown and Tatum and 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 just just make the overall um morale. That's what I was looking for. The team morale better. Cause if the team morale stays high through the season, Tatum and Brown and um Tatum Brown and um they're gonna they're gonna stay they're gonna stay mentally you know locked in mentally locked in physically locked in they're, they're gonna be they're not just gonna uh they're not just gonna um you know throw in the towel and just you know and let, like there was games last year where you could just tell where they weren't they just weren't they, they weren't they weren't there they had mentally checked out so hopefully i think they'll be renewed focus yeah hopefully email doka can keep them focused keep them well uh, tatum's gotta feel like Okay, when I had Horford down in the post, me and him took this team to the Eastern Conference Finals and almost to the finals. So that he's got to feel like we're just a little we're, – we're right there. We're, we're right there. We just need a little bit. We just need to put it together. Tatum knows how much of a talent he, he can be, and he knows how good – in the team, everyone knows how good Jalen Brown is. And, but Horford, yeah, we got to remember Horford. Horford's got to remember his role, and he's got to execute his role, and they got to – they gotta just they gotta up like you said up it just up the ante a little bit just a little bit more. Ime Adoku hopefully can do that for them. Just just for a team morale, you know, like you if if he can get them to stay locked in and stay focused, especially the young kids, Tatum Brown, Tatum Brown, 
Um, and then you add a Horford with the veteran, you know, the veteran presence too. That's going to help Ime Odoka keep them, you know, keep the team morale high and keep the guys focused on what they need. I, I, I think asking them to win a title this year, um, asking them to win a title this year, I think is a tall ask. I think asking them to, to stay competitive and fight and drive and scratch and claw in every game and, you know, and, and stay in every game. I think that's more realistic. I think that, that I think they will make the playoffs though. I think they, they absolutely can make the oh, playoffs. Yeah, I think the they, playoffs. I think last year they should have gone way farther than they really, than they did like way farther. I think they last just, year, yeah, they, the, the, the last 15 games, they were so inconsistent and then they went into the playoffs inconsistent and that's kind of who they were in the playoffs. But you're right. They had the talent to like way, go way, way, way further. I agree. Bill, I didn't give you the finger personally. I gave the Lakers the finger. You're a member of Celtic nation. You're part of the team. The Lakers <laughs> get the middle finger because that's what they get because I'm from Boston and screw the purple and gold. Honestly, I just I, I can't stand the Laker media. Like beyond, I, they're just so annoying. They're just so like. So uh, we'll give you uh, Kyle Kuzma for Zach Levine. Okay, right? Is that good? Be cool. <laughs> you can throw in a second round pick if you want. That's the Laker media. They're so stupid, and the the blog posters are just so. They're just ridiculous. They're just, <laughs> they think that that the Lakers, that everyone should just give the Lakers stuff because they're the Lakers. It's so weird. It's like I've never met such a privileged. It's like the Cowboys almost, but the Cowboys at least the Cowboys at least like know that they're average. Sometimes they they're just like, oh, I know we suck, but we're going to the Super Bowl. The Lakers are like, no, we're the greatest team ever. Every year we're going undefeated. It's like you guys are ridiculous. <laughs> you guys are stupid. So. So let's roll into some baseball, JD. Let's let's head back down. Uh, yeah, a lot of people were asking about the Red Sox. Yeah, let's let's let's. So we, I saw a lot of uh, comments in the chat about the Sox. So let's talk Red Sox. Let's let's talk some Red Sox. And do it now. If you guys are listening to this on the playback, or you're listening to it on iHeartRadio or um, anywhere where your podcasts are available. We the live show is broadcast on YouTube. So if you can if you want to be a part of the live chat and watch the live show, you know, if you want to listen to the live show while it happens, me and my guy JD are live Saturday or Sunday mornings. Um and uh it's anywhere from like 10 to noon, 10 a.m. to noon, um, East Coast time. But we uh that is where, if you're interested in watching the live show and being a part of the live chat, that's where you can find us. So if you're if you're listening on iHeart or anywhere on on the playback, this show is broadcast live every weekend. So let's. I just wanted to throw that out there too, y'all. But let's let's get into some Red Sox talk, JD. Let's get let's get into some baseball. Um. So big news from Red Sox camp: the uh, um two. Boston Red Sox have have um, tested have tested positive. Unfortunately, that's the leadoff man in Kike Hernandez, which has been who has been absolutely huge for us, hitting the, in the leadoff spot. And um, a close contact was unfortunate is Christian Arroyo, and he has also tested positive as well. And we, so we will not see them for an extended amount of time. Um, and and Missy Missy just said it. Uh, one of our 
loyal members and subscribers uh said it he's she said arroyo can't catch a break and no he can't he 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 had to play first for bobby dahlbeck for a struggling first baseman that we had for a struggling bobby dahlbeck at the time um and he stretched for the baseball and pulled a groin and that takes forever to come back from and then he finally is feeling better and he tests positive and now he's got to be out again um the big one, though, I think that's going to hurt the Sox is the is the the Kike Hernandez one because not having the leadoff guy is is that's that's going to be tough. That's that's a big time. Whenever you have a leadoff hitter, that's that. Whenever you have a, whenever you have a good solid leadoff hitter and can get on base and start the offense off, that's a massive part of a baseball team. And if you lose that aspect, that's that's tough. No question. No question at all. Yeah, as I'm looking at here, the Red Sox are two games out of yeah. the wild card hunt. And they're on a, a three-game winning streak, so that's good. But they need every bat they can have. <laughs> so yeah, if you lose two guys to to protocols, that's just devastating. That's like a that's an eviscerating attack to your team, man. That's that is uh yeah. Uh, yeah I, especially when it's the Yankees who you're fighting with. It's like yeah, oh yeah, no doubt. And 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 here's the thing. I I like you said, they're going to need all they're going to need all the help they can get to chase to chase down the one of those final wild card spots and, and stay on a roll. I I don't know how the rest of Red Sox Nation feels, but this is how I feel. And I've said it before in some in one of our other episodes. I believe it was episode one. I think mm -hmm. I said it. Um. Um. Dahlbeck, Bobby Dahlbeck is the sole reason why. We lost Christian Arroyo, who whether when he put when he had to play for the only reason Arroyo was playing first was because Bobby Dahlbeck was struggling so bad at the time that Cora needed a you know needed a lineup. He was looking for some spark. So he put he put Christian Arroyo at first base because Bobby Dahlbeck was was so underperforming and so underwhelming. He was willing to try it to shake things up a little bit, and it ended up getting, it ended up taking Christian Arroyo and getting him injured, who at the time was red hot and on fire, and he just crushed all that momentum that he had, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, yeah. So it's 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 just it seems like the three game win streak. They're finally starting to build a little bit of, a, you know, they're going to need, like you said, they're going to need all of the help they can get. So these two setbacks, losing Arroyo and losing Kike, especially only now being two games back, they, they need this. Like they, they need all the help they can get. So they're, they're losing your leadoff man who has been producing all, you know, pretty much all season long is a massive, massive blow to them. And they, they got to, they got to hope that they can keep the, you know, keep it somehow just stay afloat until they come back. That's, I mean, that's all you can do whenever you, whenever you lose people to, you lose guys to things that you can't control. It's not even, it's not even injuries so much. So it's, it's like, that's even beyond uh, your control, but this is like uh, an airborne. Event. Yeah. An unfortunate event. Exactly. So, and, and one that, you may not necessarily even need to sit, but they're telling you you have to. So how frustrating is that for you? Like if you're mostly healthy person and you want to help your team, but you can't, it's just, ugh. oh man, that's infuriating. I'm sure. Well, like you said, it's completely, it's completely out of their control. So they, they you know, they tell them, okay, you're, 
you know, you got to sit now for, for like 10 days, you know? Yeah. Then and with, only, with like, and too. with, with, with the game, with the, the regular season winding down and you being told you got to sit for 10 days, that's like six, that can be like six to 10 games, you know, it's six to eight games. Yeah. That's, I mean, that can make the difference between a, a wild card spot and, and not for this, exactly. for, for this team. And, and I feel like what they're doing is, yeah, they're trying to, all these leagues are just trying to, it's it's not necessarily the leagues, but yeah, they're it's they're trying to fit into this thing that's just too hard to fit into, and it, it does devastate people like the Red Sox when you're right outside looking in, you can see it, and then things are just collapsing around you even more so. So I mean, hopefully they they continue on this winning streak though. We'll never we'll never know. And I know the Cubs are definitely out of it, so we have no chance there over over on the other side in I ninety. But um, your Red Sox, hey, you're still in it. Maybe the Yankees have a bad couple of nights. And uh, you're right there. And then, um, and froze out too. Oh, I didn't know that. So well, I was just gonna say. So, dude, I, I tell you, our our fans of this channel and the followers and the the members and everybody, all the fans of this channel, they they know their stuff. Like, so one of our one of our. Um, one of our members there, Phil says Renfro is also out. Yes, he was placed placed on bereavement leave, I believe. Okay, I think, I think he was placed on bereavement leave. Um, I believe his father passed away. I believe his father passed away. So, oh, so he's he's probably out for two, you know, two games. And once again, having a guy like that in the outfield throwing people out and just playing defense, you know, playing defense the way he does. You lose another, you know what I mean? Like that's another thing you can't control. It's just yeah. All these things pile up. And then, you know, but hopefully, you know, if they do, you know, unfortunately miss the postseason, at least you look around and you say, hey, we were in it even when all these things were happening. So this mess, yeah, even when yeah. the even when we were at our worst, we were still forward, it. you know, looking at next year. I mean, not to say that they're out of it, they're still in it. Hey, they could turn it around. But if no, you if you absolutely did, yeah, if you did need to go into next year, you'd still say, Hey, you know, we were in it, even though things were tough. <laughs> so definitely um unfortunate. And yeah, the, your your chat, as I've said before, top tier, top tier chats on YouTube, probably the best chat on YouTube. Oh all right. So I just but like it, it just stuff like that that's out of like it's so it's it's just it's tough because it's 100% out like out of uh anyone's control. out of out of out of their control definitely but the socks the socks hopefully will um hopefully will uh will be able to to stay in it and uh get you know, Kike, get our leadoff man back and and get back healthy and and um be able to to you know res, re, basically re, resume you know right where they left off before Kike and them were 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 hurt. So that's that's the hope. Yeah, my uh, uh, George Rubio says, "Congrats to Ryan Blandley on his on his third win this season. What an exciting Coke zero four hundred. My dad was actually at that game yesterday and sent me a couple of clips. It did look exciting. Um, yeah, he was there for eleven hours because of that rain delay. 
11 hours he was just chilling there is i think it was like he left home or he left for home at like 3 a.m i was like my god man or like 2 a.m i don't even know over there crazy crazy weekend in sports week in sports we definitely missed you all week bobby um what was your best and worst of this week would you say well i think the worst of the week for especially for boston the the uh the for, for me was the the uh the handling of all these just the handling of the 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 unfortunate events for the Sox and the Patriots that's all I, sure I think that was the worst because it's like how do you now, you know yeah yeah you got to deal with all that the best would pr- the best of the week would probably be um again seeing the uh seeing the the Sox win in extra innings. JD Martinez hitting hitting a hitting a home run finally, and the Sox winning in the in the in extra innings. And the uh, the once again the progression of Mac Jones hitting those. You know, even though it was practice, it's still eighteen completions and just seeing like just like you and Justin Fields seeing the evolution of what we hope is the future of this team. That's my best and worst. My best of the week was that Justin Fields throw um, in uh, the into the back of the end zone. It was one of the best throws I've ever seen anyone make in a Bears uniform. Um, and my worst of the week was well for the <laughs> I guess like I have two best of the weeks then because the <laughs> my best of the week is also like a worst. It was one of the <laughs> worst trades I've ever seen the Cleveland Cavaliers do ever like and, hey the bulls got the benefit like we we traded lowry marketing which we had no reason they, they gave him like 70 million dollars we weren't going to give him any money at all and mm-hmm. they gave him like 70 million dollars and they gave us Derek jones jr <laughs> it's like okay sure dude like whatever you guys want to do you guys want to give us free stuff okay all right we're just gonna let him go free anyway so that was fun uh chicago yeah we've been it's been a good week for us so i guess we have two bests in chicago been a good week for Chicago. I to add to the whole Bears thing, I think Nagy's Nagy and his um style of play and the offense that he wants to run, I think the I think the Bears could could surprise some people this year, especially if Justin if the final like 10 games of the season you get to see Fields in there, I, I think they could absolutely they could absolutely run up on some teams and surprise them. I gotta sit 10, 10 and 7 with making a wild card spot past the Vikings, but Vikings only get like eight and nine or something. That's what I'm, I don't, that's what I'm doing. I, I don't, I don't know about the Vikes. They, they, they have a talented team, but for some reason they never really, you know what I mean? It's like they have a talented team, but they just can't seem to like pull it all together. You know, Yeah. they can't, you know, for the, and that's to me, that's been the way for, for a couple of seasons now where they they've had the talent there to make a good run at it. And they just can't seem to, to like get all three facets of the game to work together, offense, defense, and special teams. That's, that's how I kind of look at that team. Yes, sir. No. Yeah. The, I like Dalvin cook, um, but I don't really like anyone else on their team. Justin Jefferson, maybe he's all right. Kirk cousins. 
they've gotten worse on the offensive line and the defensive line over the years. They were really good when they signed Justin or Justin, when they signed Kirk cousins, the first time they were good for about two years because they had a good line. They had a good running game. They had good, this, they had a good, that they could do a defense, good D line. But now all those guys are either old or they're not on the team anymore. So now it's just Kirk cousins and Dalvin cook against the world. And that's not really very much. It's not very, it's not very good. <laughs> I mean, Dalvin cook is good, but he's not that good. He's not Adrian Peterson. So it is what it is. You got to you know, work with what you have. And I think that the NFC North is one of the weakest divisions in the league right now, um, thankfully, for the Bears. <laughs> so we'll take it. And uh, yes, uh, yes, Chris Sale, just, uh, just addressing one of the, the statements oh, yeah. in the chat. Chris Sale has been lights out since he got here. Yes, he has. Beast. He has been. He's been. He's, he's been. Amazing. He's been great since his return. Um, he has shown that there that that Tommy John surgery absolutely paid off. He has been pitching absolutely lights out. He's been great, that and that's that is a massive, massive plus. Like they, the Sox are going to need all the help they can get to get that to to scratch and claw their way back into this thing and and hopefully close that that two gap down. Yeah, he's a hell of a. Chris Sale's a hell of a pitcher. He has been for a really long time. There's no question. And Everybody you've seen enough. Of, you've seen enough of Chris Sale to know how oh, yeah. how good he is. Yeah, he's. I remember him. Yeah, you know, he's been great ever since he was like two years into the the MLB. He's been ridiculous, absolutely uh, nasty stuff. Um, so. I just dropped my man JD's link in the chat, guys. This is just for the live the live crowd here, um, and yeah. anybody listening on the, the play here. That's his his uh, link to his YouTube channel in the in the chat. So he's the one that does all the editing work. He's if you so if you want like if you want to see like highlights of the show or certain segments, he snips it up and clips it up and and puts out you know the different you know different you know the segments and 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 the the highlights of the show. So if you want, and if he, he has the show, he also has the, the show on his, on his channel. So if you want to watch it on the replay, you can easily go there as well. And if you, like I said, if you want to see highlights of it, if you want to rewatch like certain snippets, certain pieces of the show, he's, he does all the editing work and it's all, everything's there. So subscribe to that, to him. And you can see like, he does all the editing stuff to it too. So appreciate you for Thanks, that. Sir. Oh yeah. It's uh, it's, it's a pleasure. I, like, I'm I love this podcast with you because there's no one I'd rather like talk sports with, like especially um on YouTube than uh you guys or than you and um and and basically everyone that, that you chat with. I, I've had a few people that I've talked with over the years and it's always been great, but doing a podcast with you has been phenomenal. It's been very fun. Um uh, and I've been, you know, a member of your channel. It's been I, I love your channel. It's it's I don't even that's what I've always said, like I, uh, we, go, we go back, man. We go back since the beginning. I love your play-by-plays. I remember being at work, just just listening to your play-by-plays, like because you paint this picture, dude, of the, like the game, and I love that. And I think that's why you know people love your commentaries and your play-by-plays because you just paint such a great picture, and it's it's a pleasure doing it with you because you know exactly what you're talking about all the time, um, and uh, you teach me stuff all the time about sports. It's very interesting. So, um, but yeah, man. Uh, I'm just hyped for next week. We're going to be talking about regular season, bro. Regular, regular season, season football is back next week. What is the op- – hold on. The opener for the Patriots. What What is that? Home, or let's see. 
I believe it is somebody. I believe the opener. Right let me let me look. Hold on. I forgot the Bears too. I'm gonna look that up. We'll have to talk the about Patriots that opening game is September 12th. Miami, a 4:25 game against Miami. Oh man, so the games aren't. Oh, I'm so stupid. I thought it was next week for the games. No, they have to wait two, a whole week. September but 12th, week they got to wait. They that. get the week off. They get an extra okay. week off. It's September 12th. I should have known that. I, they do that every year. <sighs> Make me wait so a whole other week. They get that week of rest, and then they they get the week. They get that full week of rest, and then they jump into the and then they jump into it. Roger Goodell. You say, oh. anyway, it's all good. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just hyped. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it'll, it's exciting. Um. I'm glad you're back, man. I'm glad everything's going good for you and your and your people and your family and everything. That's that's number one, most important. Um, but yeah, man. Is there any other like uh, topics you guys want to cover? We we went we that first hour. Oh, let's so allow me to like trip. hit on that one more time yeah. before we before we get out of here. But before we before we head into the final segment of the show and let the fans sure. ask us ask us some stuff. I just want to reiterate. So for all the members, you guys kind of already know that the heads up about what was going on. Um, but for anybody who didn't, um, and you guys are, uh, who's not a member and you didn't, um, and you didn't really, you know, you didn't, you didn't get like the full behind the scenes thing. I just want to, um, I want to, you know, now that we have a couple more people in here, I want to say just a massive thank you guys. I, I miss, first of all, I missed y'all this. I missed, I missed this. I missed being live with you guys and chatting with y'all. I had, um, it's been a, uh, then I, um, it was a, it was a rough week for a little bit, for a little while. It was a rough week. Um, my vocal cords got all blown up and blown out and they were not, not doing good. So, and then we, um, so for the, the members know basically what was going on, but for anybody who's, who's kind of listening now, um, so the, my girlfriend's father was unfortunately diagnosed with a brain tumor, um, uh, last week they scheduled, uh, surgery for two last Tuesday. He was scheduled for emergency surgery on Tuesday. They were able to remove the tumor. Um, they're pretty confident that they're confident in ever that everything went well. No, no complications after, uh, after surgery. Um, uh, no, no, no pain after surgery. He, or no, like he's in, he didn't, he wasn't having any of his, his symptoms went away basically is what I'm trying to say. So he's pain-free. They observed him for, um, they observed him for two days or yeah, two and a half days. And he was sent home, I believe. Um, he was sent home, I believe on Friday and, uh, it was, it it's everything is good it all. So the only thing that we are, we are waiting on now is the biopsy results to see, but every, uh, he's in good spirits. He did great through the surgery and everything is, everything is all is good so far in the, in the, the Beantown breakdown camp. But once again, guys, I, I appreciate all of the, uh, the well wishes and the, the, uh, positive feedback from you guys during that but everything good so far i just wanted to keep all of you guys in the loop and thank you again for once again for all of the the support and all of the the well wishes it was it was it was good to see i missed you guys though we're back i'm back we're, we're going live again for the patriots game tonight but i missed y'all and uh can't thank you I'll guys enough for sure for the 
for the for the support. But yeah, everything is is in an upward direction. Um, it was really stressful for a while there. I bet. I miss the streams. No cap. Absolutely. Yeah, we all definitely <laughs> did. Um, we'll be back. Yeah, and I, it just goes to show like the support of this, the supporters of this channel, the the member gang, the mod squad, the, all of you guys. It doesn't matter. All of y'all. It's you guys are the are the real MVPs of this thing. Me and JD wouldn't be here if it wasn't for wasn't for you guys. So if you're like I said, if you're listening on iHeartRadio, thank you again for the the support on on that platform as well, guys. Thanks for checking us um, out. Always appreciate the support. And if you once again, if you want to watch the live show Saturday or Sunday morning, we are here um, live broadcasting the the podcast so if you want to be a part of the live chat if you want to ask us any questions and you want to just meet the meet the squad come on over to the youtube side beantown breakdown and uh jd what's the official name of your channels to where they can find the highlights and the snippets of the show jd botorf my name um i'm trying to think of something creative uh but it's it's just your name though right so jd yeah just my name right now jd botorf is my is my channel all right um it's if you typed in i90 sports you can find it though okay so if yeah, you just yeah so keyword. youtube you know in the youtube search bar type in i90 sports and if you like i said before if you guys want to see any highlights of the show any snippets like jd cuts it up into into different segments he'll he'll he does yeah, all the editing <laughs> yeah a little and, background. Uh, all the all the yeah all the the stuff like that he made a phenomenal intro for it um so Make sure you go subscribe to his channel if you want to watch the show on playback or you want to see highlights of the show. He adds in all sorts of different um, stuff to it. It's it's a it's a good it's a good watch. It's, but it's, we're we're gonna we're gonna head into uh, we're gonna head into the final segment of the show, and that is where we get to talk to y'all. Okay. So we're gonna take about fifteen minutes and just kind of hang out, and you guys can ask us any questions you want, and we will. It's no agenda. And uh, it's agen- it is agenda free, and we can talk about whatever y'all want for for the last segment of the show, and then we will call it an episode. That'll be the end of episode three. But anything you guys want us to hit on that we that we possibly forgot to talk about, or or uh, or you want to at or you want to you want us to talk about um, something that we missed. But we're here for y'all for like probably 15, 20 minutes. We are going to be here for y'all. Until we get that first uh, question, I just want to mention. Uh, so, like, I have two videos on my channel, right? And I'm kind of proud of them, and I kept them on there. And they, and and two of them, two of them, they have less than 20 views. Both of those ones, Matt Barnes sucking. She wants to talk about that. We can definitely talk about that. Um, but those videos, one of the videos is the Miami Heat are title contenders? Question mark. This is two years ago, and the uh, Aaron Rodgers might leave Green Bay? Question mark. This is a year and a half ago. Keep so that in mind. Are- so you called it mind. <laughs> Keep that in mind, guys. That's what my channel's about. A uh, bot Stradamus. <laughs> bot Stradamus. Yes, that's what you call it. <laughs> that's what. No. We'll, that's what we'll call that. <laughs> All right. Let's see, JD. The only thing about the rain day delay is the fact that you had tickets for both the Xfinity Cup and uh, or Xfinity and Cup races. You get to see them both. Oh, that's cool. So that's probably what my dad's situation was. So so let's address so. Missy B says Matt Barnes go. sucking, and yes, he has been terrible. <laughs> um, the uh, the 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 fall off a cliff that Barnes has had from the first half to now, 
But uh, it's should I, should we be surprised as Red Sox fans? Probably not, because Matt Barnes has kind of always been that guy that it's 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 either feast or famine with him, and it was only it was only a matter of. Uh, it was only a, I, to me. It was only a matter of time before the wheels kind of fell off. You know, one of those guys where it's like, you know, like those feast or famine guys. Where if he if he's on, he's pitching really well and nobody can hit him. But if he's off, it's like he might as well be throwing batting practice. So I think it was only a matter of time before we got there because Barnes is in a position where that's what that's what happens when you put a guy into a position that he just wasn't meant for. Right. No, that makes sense. Definitely. Uh, cool gene, cool genuine Phil says Cora should put Whitlock in as the closer. Now, that's I, I've actually heard that. I've I've heard that a couple of times. They they should move Whitlock into that closer spot. Well, if you move Whitlock into the closer spot, you lose him as a bullpen arm. Who's going to pitch the 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 sixth, seventh, or eighth? You know, he's like one of the only two reliable guys they have. So I think Cora is not moving him as into a closer because he needs him where he's at. They, the, 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 we all know this Red Sox nation. They, they, when I say they, I mean, upper management of the Sox, upper management of the Sox punted on making moves for the, for the team. They did. They punted on it. They were like, you know what? We're going to, we're going to ride this uh we're going to ride this train out the way it is right now and if we get to a title we do and if we don't too bad. They they punted on that. They punted on that stuff at the deadline and they proved it to us and it it's it's I mean does it suck absolutely but do you kind of have to like accept it for at this point we just got to take it. We just got to take it for what it is unfortunately. Missy B says Saura Mara pitches every damn day. He does. He does. And he's 30. He's like 37 too. Jeez. Bill Tortolet says we need to bring back Craig, Craig Kimberly. Uh, Kimberly back right now. Or we need to bring Craig. Craig I can't even read today. I'm sorry. <laughs> we need to bring Craig Kimberly back right now. <laughs> yeah. Kimberly. Kimberly needs to come back. He, he the, or, or if it's not Kimball, then they need to find themselves a designated closer. That's a better that's a better way of putting it. They need to find themselves. I don't care if it's a vet. I don't care how they they need to get, put a guy, a designated guy in that in that spot. He says, "Get a uh, cool, G, cool, genuine." Phil says, "Get rid of Perez and Robles. They are garbage. Throw up." <laughs> yeah, Robles, Robles, and and Perez. Um, they, they just. I think the Sox upper management was hoping that they would pan out. And I see why Robles is still here because he throws hard. But once again, what's the point of throwing hard if you can't locate it? Nothing. They said they knew um, MLB was going to crack down on spider tech and response was not to strengthen the bullpen face palm. <laughs> yeah, no, no, absolutely. They, 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 they crack down on the, I just think, Red Sox management, upper management as a whole, just disappointed me this season. They have. They have seriously disappointed me. Me and you, J.D., we've gone into this multiple, multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, we've gone into this multiple times that that the Sox are a $3.5 billion organization. 
And you're yeah. telling me that as a Red Sox owner, John Henry couldn't couldn't just punt the the seven hundred or six hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So basically, to win it, you know, it, let's let's just put it in layman's terms, right? If if you're if you're John Henry and somebody told you, hey John, in order for you to win a title, you got to spend six hundred thousand dollars and go over the go over the the luxury tax, but you could get your, but you could give yourself a serious chance at winning a, a, you know, you could give yourself a serious chance at winning the MLB title. And the fact that he just, that he just shut it down. Um, the fact that he just shut it down, like that's the most frustrating part when they, when you're one of the top three organizations, you know, net worth organizations in baseball and you're not willing to do that, like, that that was that was disappointing, and we'll get to Missy's comment too about the the uh, the umpires, the umpire. I I I have always been like a proponent to like there needs to still be a human aspect in this game, and the robot umpires wouldn't you know like the robot umpires kind of like sketch me out. But if it's going the way it's going, JD, I don't care what team you you root for or you watch. The MLB umpires this season have been terrible. Terrible. They've been like, awful. I've heard a like lot of on, the, on a whole different that. level. Like never mind, like never mind, like inning to inning. It's pitch to pitch now, man. One, a pitcher could throw three pitches, and they could be in the same location in the same spot all three times, and and that same pitch could be a different call every time. So, yeah, I have it right here. The Red Sox are the third most, the third richest franchise in the MLB. Yeah. And they pay and for payroll. They are almost the seventh franchise as far as payroll. Yeah. They're the sixth, but it's very, very close to the seventh. Like it's, uh, it's a hair. <laughs> it's just a little bit. Um, so, yeah, there's six, six, uh, highest payroll, but yeah, they have like they're losing to the Phillies, the Astros, and the Mets as far as making payments to players. So yeah. I, that's, a pro- that's a problem, bad or anything. But well, yeah, look at those, look at the value more. of those teams compared to the Sox. It's like, come on, man, they're paying more than they make a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> so and the Sox are making way more than they're paying, way more. So we'll see, we'll see how that pans out. Clearly, John Henry. Like we we went over the fact that he admitted a mistake last time, right? Yeah, they finally admitted a mistake. They finally couldn't ignore it. We went over this yeah. in episode two. They finally could not ignore it. When players that never complain start complaining, you know something is wrong. Ooh, that's a good point too. I like that. When players that never complain start complaining, you know something is wrong. That's true. That's in every sport. That's that's a fact. If you got a soldier through in throughout six plus years and all of a sudden he starts talking. It's probably a reason. <laughs> so, well, that, yeah. And that's, that's an excellent point too. Even guys that don't, that try that ignore the noise. Well, you know, are saying like, come on, man. Like when they charge $18 for a beer and they don't make moves that should piss you off. Whoo. No, it, I'm no, it's, hot. it's, and I think a lot of Red Sox nation, you know, echoes that same thing. Like we, we should have, spent at the deadline to keep us in contention. And now they're they're absolutely they're absolutely suffering from their lack of 
you know, from their mistakes. They are absolutely suffering from, from it. And they should. They should. They should hear it from all different sides because that's their that is absolutely their fault. And they should take every bit of the heat for it. And don't don't let this get don't this isn't Heim Bloom. This isn't Heim Bloom. Mm-hmm. This is not Heim Bloom. This isn't Cora. It's upper management and it's it's Henry that did at least at the deadline. It's John Henry. Now, but see, you have to switch it now too. It's like the players, since the players were uh since the players are the ones that are on the field, the, the deadline has come and gone. So here's here's a point of view that's probably not gonna be that's probably not gonna be well received, but at this point it's got like the deadline's come and gone, right? It's it's long gone. Now the players know they fully are aware. Um they fully are aware that they're not gonna get any help, right? So in like it's like as as crappy as it is, it's kind of on them. They got to yeah, be as a player. You don't want help. You want you don't want help as a player. But as a as a manager though, and as a fan, you're just yeah. like what the well well no it's it's <laughs> it's it's kind of on the players. Like they know now. They know. Okay, we got absolutely hung out to dry. We know it. But like like sitting there and just letting it affect your play over and over and over. It's like at some point. You just gotta push through it and move forward and do the best and do the best you you know like don't focus on the outside noise. You gotta you gotta at some point just block it out and be like, yeah, whatever, it sucks. We gotta push forward. No doubt. Two games back, three game winning streak. This is the time. McChicken, so we'll we're from I'm from Massachusetts. Ranting is a part of our daily routine. <laughs> Death taxes and Bobby ranting about the Red Sox. Things are guaranteed in life. <laughs> facts, all facts, right all there. All those things are guaranteed in life. I love that. That is very funny. <laughs> but you got anything else uh, there, JD? You got anything? No, nah, man. Else? I'm just uh, like I'm. I'm ready for this. Uh, this Patriots game. We we covered a lot of. I definitely, if you guys didn't hear the first hour of the of it, I will be uploading it on my channel again, or you can just re-listen on this channel, obviously. Um, and check out Bobby for the Patriots game tonight. Check out, come back to this channel for the Patriots game tonight. Um, that's all I got, man. I'm 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 beyond hyped for the regular season now. I'm like overly impatient, and what I'm going to do for the next week is just look up like what the Bears are going to. I'm going to look up our players, our depth charts, everything. Um, and I'm going to try to give us a, give a real in-depth preview next week for the Bears um, and the – oh, my God, it just slipped my the mind. Like, the, like, like, hopes and stuff going forward, what to look for. Yes, what to look for with uh, with the preview. The Rams, sorry, the Rams. Yes, the Bears and the Rams. The first game of the season opener against the Rams. We see a familiar face in Matthew Stafford. The Bears have faced yeah. him quite a bit, although yeah. this is a very fresh shown team. I'm super hyped, though, so that's all I got, bro. That's it. I'm just so happy to have you back. Once again, guys, JD's JD's um, link is in the chat. Missy B just dropped that link down there. If you're not subscribed to him, like I said, he does a lot of editing work for the show. He'll he clips up different segments and he'll put the he'll put you know highlights in there of stuff we're talking about. So if you want highlights of the show or you want to listen up listen to it on a on a replay and just like listen to certain segments of it. Um, like, like he said, the first hour we covered a lot of the, the different protocols and what we, what are, what both of our viewpoints on the different opinion, you know, on like, we, 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 we try to give you 
here's what we try and do on here. We try to give you a whole bunch of different viewpoints, uh, you know, coming, you know, so you get, you don't get one, one view and just blinders on, you know, we try to give you guys an, a, a, a wider point of view from, from different issues. So I think the first hour of the show was very good. So if you all want to watch it on the replay and you want to see like clips and snippets and highlights of it, um, once again, JD's link, he just put it in the, in the channel and the guys that he's like, like 33 shy of 800. So if you guys know, Oh any, yeah, that's true. Boston sports nation, any members of my crew guys, this guy has been with me since the beginning. Like, and I mean the beginning, beginning, like, like 30, like 20 or 30 subscribers or less. Like, like <laughs> I've always loved your style, man. I've always thought you had a lot of the yeah. long haul. So everybody does. Another thing, uh, also, yes, and thank you for that, uh, bro. And thanks for uh, featuring. I'm so happy to have you on, a, uh, happy to be on a podcast with you every week. It's it's really a blessing. Um, <laughs> and one of the things that uh, we had last week, which you guys don't want to miss, especially if you're any of you are at all interested in the cult situation, we had a cult reporter by the name of uh, Lawrence Owen, which he has a he has a YouTube too. He was great. Out. He was, he was great. We're definitely gonna work. We definitely are gonna work more with him in the in the in the future for sure. Yeah, he was he was phenomenal. And um, that was a great podcast last week and the week before. So, but yeah, thanks for thanks for um, having me, man. It's been great. But I think that's it for today, guys, for today's episode. Thanks. Um, once again, thanks for all the well wishes. Thanks for all of the, the support through the week. I'm back. We're back. I-90 Sports is back. Um, the, the live streams will continue as scheduled. Once again, guys, thank you again for all of the continued support. And uh, we will see y'all later. But and uh, I think, yeah, we will see y'all later. I'll see you later. I'll be live again for the for the uh, Patriots game. Um, and once again, just to say it again, JD does a phenomenal job editing on his channel for the podcast. So if you want to see a specific snippet of the show or highlights with with um, be working on it all week. Yeah, so Be just different more and more. of the show. He does all the editing, and he's phenomenal at it. So if you guys want to check that out, and like I said, support it's 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 one. So if you here's here's my bit of advice to y'all to YouTube YouTube land. If you're any of your favorite creators, they have their crews that roll with them, and they have guys that have been you know they have people, they have channels that have supported them too. Everybody has channels that always help them. So. And this is a giant, it's all about working together, man. If, if like the channels that support your favorite channel, you should support too, because they, everybody, everybody works together. Everybody succeeds. Everybody, everybody grows and goes, goes places they want to go with it. So there's so many great, talented people out there too. It's too, it's too easy. You know, it's too fun to just, it's good to embrace it, you know, embrace it. Absolutely. So, you know, like I said, JD has been, JD has been a huge part of the channel. We've known each other since the, pretty much the beginning. He's been there since the start of this thing. So I was thinking of coach K too. Yeah. But yes, I appreciate you, man. I just like being like, just like hanging out with you, bro. It's great. (laughs) It's, it's just fun, man. We just, we have fun. We, we have a good time. And uh, once again, I appreciate all the support guys, please. Let's, let's, Let's make it a goal. We're going to let's let's get JD to as close to a thousand or or there and beyond. Thanks, bro. I just want to keep on doing this podcast as much as possible. But hell yeah. Thank you for having me, bro. Let's do it once again, though, guys. 
thank you again for all of the continued support. Me and JD really do enjoy coming on here and talking to you guys. For anybody listening on iHeartRadio, we we appreciate all of your support too um, on that platform. Any of the any of the platforms that this is broadcast on. Thanks again, guys. Appreciate uh, appreciate the the continued support of this channel. It truly is it truly is amazing seeing it go seeing it go the places that it has it's it's been great and it's been a hell a hell of a ride so far and we are we are just getting started with this but i, I will see, see you guys tonight i'll see you guys for the pats game tonight at six tell your friends let's get to bobby to 4k 4k let's go pats at six let's go <laughs> i will see you guys tonight for the patriots game tonight at six go pats we will be again the the our i90 is back on schedule we will be going again live next weekend so episode four coming up appreciate you guys and uh, i uh no i will not be doing the red sox um i will not be doing the red sox game because i'm not trying to push my vocal cords to the limit just yet because literally they just started to feel better so we're gonna stick to the pats game and i might not be as animated as I usually am because I'm not interested in, I just spent like a week, like practically not even talking to anybody to try and get <laughs> these vocal cords back to normal. But, um, but we will be going live for the Pats game. Once again, JD, as you always brother salute. Thanks a lot. Much appreciated. We're out of here guys. Everybody, uh, everybody have a good one. I will see y'all at about 5:45 PM for the Pats and we're going to take out some frustration on them damn giants. Hell yeah. But we out of here guys. Have a good one. Go Pats. JD, you got any advice? You got anything you want to say? No, go Pats. Go Bears. Bear go down. Bears. Bear down. Bear down. Always bear down. Always bear down. <laughs> All that. <laughs> All right guys, thanks down. again. We love y'all. We appreciate the support. We always enjoy interacting with you guys and we will see you next time. I90 Sports. We're out. We're out. Peace.